Welcome to the HomeKit 5 Podcast. We talk every week about the latest news in the Apple ecosystem for smart homes. I'm your host, Josh Owens, along with my co-host, Braden Owens. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the HomeKit 5 Podcast. I am Josh Owens, and this is my co-host. Hi, I'm Braden Owens. And we are very much interested in all things smart home. And in particular, Brayden lives with his mom, and you guys have invested in other ecosystems. Yeah. What do you guys use? We use the Amazon system. You guys had a Google Home for a while, right? Yeah, we did, but that was just, I didn't, I didn't like that. I no? like Amazon was easier, because you can actually, like, tell Alexa to order things directly oh, from Amazon. I see. Into, like, you like that? Yeah. Interesting. But here, we're like strictly an Apple ecosystem. We're not big fans of necessarily having a ton of mics in the house either, so we didn't really... Like, we tried the dot for a while, um, and it just... It would randomly, like, go off, and it just kept creeping us out, so... We decided to go all in on HomeKit. We, we actually don't even have a HomePod. Everyone just has phone devices that they kind of use to control everything. And so we thought it would be fun. Uh, we want to get more into Smart Home this year in 2020. So we thought we'd put together a quick podcast that just talks about the HomeKit news of the week. And uh, we're calling it the HomeKit 5 because it's, you know, we want to spend five minutes talking about news. And then we might do another five minute segment talking about other stuff. So that's who we are, why we're doing this. And I guess we'll dive into the news of the week. Uh, I think the big one is next week we'll have a ton of news coming out of CES. Uh, Tuesday, January 7th, CES is going to kick off. And I think for the first time ever, it sounds like Apple is going to have a presence there. Like, I don't know if they're going to have a booth. It sounds like they might give a talk. It's all kind of rumored at this point. I don't know that anything's been fully confirmed. Did you read the article? I really didn't read the article. I mostly glanced over it and said that they were just going to be there just talking about HomeKit and stuff. Yeah, I'm kind of excited. I'm hoping uh, I, most of the articles I've seen on CES are saying this year it's gonna. there's going to be a heavy focus on smart home stuff, so I'm kind of excited about that. What about you? Yeah, that's... Very exciting. Yeah, definitely going to be watching the Reddit boards to see what's going out. Monitoring the Twitter. Yeah, and with that, it looks like Vocolink, I guess that's how you say that. Yeah. I'm terrible at names. Vocolink, it looks like they're going to have a humidifier and air purifier coming out. They, if you aren't aware, they already, they have this, the smart diffuser. So if you're into like essential oils... Think of it as like a humidifier, but you can put in essential oils and it releases a nice smell into the air. And, uh, you know, there's, it's not considered medicinal, but there are, you know, known things that happen when you put essential oils into your, into your air, I guess. And we, we have quite an essential oil collection here, but we actually don't have that, that diffuser. So, but we do, we have two air purifiers in the house here. Do you guys have air purifiers at your mom's house? I don't think so, no. Would you, if you got one, would you want it to be a smart one or just a regular one? Yeah, I think a smart one would yeah. be better. Why? Yeah, just so that way I could really just monitor the air levels and stuff. Yeah, 
Yeah, I don't, we don't really have any like air quality monitors that we can look at. I think that would definitely be nice to see like the, the PM 2.5 count. We honestly, like we moved to Portland for a year and then moved back here uh, to be closer to Braden actually. And we got, when we got there, forest fires were going on. We moved there in August of uh, 2018 and there were forest fires happening and like the air quality was the we were like the third worst city in the world at the time there's like jakarta and like a, a place in india um there was like one in indonesia and one in india that were like they had worse air quality but that kind of like made us more conscious of air quality and i installed an app on my phone and stuff but it'd be really nice to like have this interface available to you and have it available in, you know, on your, your phone. Yeah, on your phone to see, like, how's your air quality in the house. I'm kind of curious to see, like, you know, it's, it's a cool looking, like, square device and you can get it in black or white. Anyway, I don't know. I'm kind of excited about it. We'd probably buy the black one so it would blend in. No, I guess the white. The white would blend in better. We have a lot of white walls in the house. Yeah. But I don't see, you know, what I'm more interested in is, like, what kind of air can it turn over, right? Because we have, like, we have a very large area upstairs where we live and do our cooking. And I'd really like to get something that could, like, just one kind of air purifier that could turn over that amount of air. Just, like, the whole house. Yeah. 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 That'd be nice. Yeah. Oh, we forgot to start the timer. Whoops. Oh, yeah. we, don't, we don't know if this is going to be five minutes or not. We're shooting for it. Ikea blinds. So those things came out and they have the smart blinds and they didn't support HomeKit when they first came out. So that was supposed to be one of their big things. You know, they have the TradeFi system with the bulbs and various things, which... You know, we're going to do, we're going to start a series on YouTube called The Smart Home Life, and we'll do videos on various things. And one of the things we recently did was install some under cabinet lighting, and they have a whole ecosystem there. Even with the Sonos collab speakers, like they're, they're really getting heavy into the smart home stuff. And when their blinds, smart blinds came out, they didn't support HomeKit at all. But then out of the blue, like they, it just showed up over the weekend, this like Friday or Saturday. So... We're recording this on the 5th of January and, you know, they just like, just kind of unannounced, just started rolling out a firmware and it seemed to support HomeKit. So someone noticed it and it's kind of spread throughout the system. And I did notice I got a firmware update as well. I don't even remember installing it, but I had the cabinet lights, but then like when the firmware updated, those lights went away and now I have like the new like TradeFi wireless power converter. So like it, it removed that old device and a new one showed up in HomeKit. I have to like rename it now so I oh. can call it cabinet lights, but interesting. Um, yeah, I thought that was, I'm, I'm guessing like they probably rolled out new firmware for a bunch of things. Yeah. Um, Cause that happened like Saturday, I want to say. And I don't remember telling it to upgrade any firmware. So like the Ikea, um, must have automatically done that. So, yeah. And then you want to talk about this last one? Yeah, sure. So, there are some... Sylvania, they have 
Bluetooth smart wall switches and Menards actually was having a sale on them for $7 and they are HomeKit compatible. But there's a lot of bad reviews just due to each of the switches being for one singular gang and people wanted to use them in multi-gang face. So you'd have to create a new faceplate for it and they have their own special unique faceplates. So some people have been 3D printing their own multi-gang faceplates for these smart switches. Yeah, that sounds kind of cool. And like, these are not cheap switches. Like it's, it's a little unfortunate that Sylvania made like a, something that didn't fit. It's a rocker switch and it doesn't fit like a standard square gang faceplate. But it comes with a faceplate, and people said that faceplate does work fine. So it's just it's just a problem when you go to the multi-gang setup. Mm. But on Amazon, this is like a $35 switch, and it's over at Menards for like 7 bucks. Yeah. It says it's Bluetooth, so I don't know how that's going to work out. You know, we've got the, the Apple TV yeah. set up as the home hub upstairs, and it's quite far... Like... Might be a little too far for where I might want to install the switch, um, but we may pick one up and, and try to do a review on it and see how it works. But as long as it's like a single install, it looks like it doesn't do three-way light setups, but it, it will do it, it will do just a normal on-off light setup. It's not a dimmer, but for seven bucks, I mean, it's, it's worth the risk. We may run yeah. over there later today and see if we can find them. So anyway. That is our HomeKit 5 news. And then I think maybe next week we'll do, it'll probably be heavily focused on CES. And then we might even prepare, actually, let's just do a quick, do you remember, we'll do a quick kind of like comparison of a product here. Do you remember having the Nest thermostat like two homes ago? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what'd you think of that? That was, well, I don't know. That was an interesting thing that we had. I mean, it would have the smart cooling and like, it would just know what to do yeah. all the time. But yeah. Did you like the interface on it though? Yeah. Did you ever mess with it when I you lived in that house? really didn't Not mess with it that much. Yeah. What about the Ecobee when we lived in the, the house before um, this one? Yeah, that one, I feel like that was easier to use just with the interface and all that. Mm, interesting. <laughs> Yeah, so we've had, uh, I guess just point of comparison, like I think the first smart home thing that I bought was the Nest. And then from there, that was really all we had kind of installed in that house. We really liked it. It had a great interface and like the way that you could like move the dial back and forth to change the temperature. And it worked really well on detecting like when you're in the home and not in the home and like putting it into away mode, it worked sometimes. But that, I will say, you know, we moved to the next house and I, I really wanted to buy into the HomeKit ecosystem. And so we tried the Ecobee 3.0 and we installed that thing. And the Ecobee 3.0 is nice. And I like having control from the HomeKit interface, which you don't get with the Nest, unless you install HomeBridge, which I did try and do for a little while, but that's, we, we can get into that for another topic sometime. Yeah. 
But the thing that I've noticed is like the eco bee doesn't do a good job of detecting when you're away. Mm. And I still haven't been able to do a good job with like an automation, you know, when the last person leaves the house, I've got an automation set up, but that automation never kicks on. Oh. Yeah. I don't know why. Like I've been troubleshooting that lately. Um, hopefully we can figure that out, but I'd, I'd really like to just like, you know, we're in winter, like turn the heat down when we leave and then turn the heat back on when we get home. Like the get home part, I've kind of got set up. So it'll mostly like run that automation. But I really want that like away mode so we save a little bit on the electricity. But it, it has been nice. Like I have like a nighttime automation set up with an NFC tag. And when I hit that, it does a bunch of things. But one of the things it does is turn down the heat when we go to bed. So that's been kind of nice. Yeah. Yeah. So your preference would be the Ecobee. Well, you actually did bring up some key points. Like it's been a while since I've actually used Used either. a NFC, yeah. Yeah, I do remember the dial. That was really nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's a solid feeling device too. The the Ecobee is like some plastic. It's got a nice screen on it, but the screen's like, it's got a black face, but the screen's actually only part of it. So it's like really just a black bezel around the whole thing. So that it does feel like the Nest is a better made device. And I remember it being easier to install. The two times I've done the Ecobee, I've had to make sure that the control wire was there. And then in this house, the control wire was there, but we don't think it was hooked up. I had to call the Ecobee support. Like I never had to call the Nest support. So definitely like, I think the Nest is a better made device, but the Ecobee is a HomeKit friendly device. So it's like, I, I think with HomeBridge, you could, you could get the Nest in. But then like there was sometimes weirdness with it. So I don't know if that's a better situation now. But anyway, if you're thinking about getting a smart thermostat, that was just our, our quick thoughts on that. So yeah. anyway, stay tuned for next week and we'll talk about all the news out of CES. Thanks for tuning in. And if you like the show, remember to hit that subscribe button. And if you're watching this on YouTube, hit subscribe and that like button and we'll be back next week. See ya.